We started out with dead air. <laughs> you did that on purpose, didn't you? Uh-huh. You did that on uh-huh. purpose. Our very special friend here, Adam Foster, making a return appearance to the podcast. Hola. It's been a while. We have Thank over you. 100 episodes now, Adam. Good to be here. Thank you. 106. Wow. This is 106. Thank you. Thank you. People are really pumped about it. They write us all the time. Mm. No, they don't. They never do. We actually, we have 106 episodes and 105 <laughs> listens. <laughs> I'm not sure how that that's works. Not yeah. bad, that's yeah, not bad you don't listen. That's per well, yeah. Yeah. episode <laughs> listen. That's not, not bad at all. So, um, why are you here? I'm here, well, to see you guys, obviously, yes. and to promote my new album and show. New album is called Adam and the Explorers. Yes. The show is Tuesday night, the 14th of November, at the basement at 8 o'clock. The basement, basement on 8th Ave, that is. Here in Nash. Yep. Um, and yes, the album is available, adamfoster.com. Um, and I think it's great. I hope uh, everybody out there enjoys it and buys a copy and um, enables me to not do a day job anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the but most, goal? Mostly I hope they enjoy it. <laughs> Nice. to be enjoyed. Well, I can vouch for it, too, and, and vouch for it. That is a great record. Yes. Well, thank you. I had a little hand at the tail yes, end there. Yes, yes. Yeah. Engineered, mastered by yours truly, wonderfully. So if it sounds like shit, it's my fault. Yeah, totally. I blame you it You always blame it on you. the mastering. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> it was so good up to the mastering. <laughs> it all went to hell. All right, so Tuesday, uh-huh. show at the basement? Yep, Tuesday, 8 o'clock, basement. Okay, right on. Is that a record release? It is, the CD okay. release party. Um so yeah, come on out. It's gonna be fun. We have a full band and some a couple of new guys. We're gonna do a couple uh, ones from this record and probably a couple of new ones. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And I assume you can get it. Uh, well, you said your website and also iTunes and all that. Yeah, it's stuff. on the iTunes. What, what about the uh, Google Play Store? Maybe. What, what about <laughs> the Amazon Definitely. MP3 store? Maybe. Definitely. If I just iTunes. walked out my front door yeah. and shouted. <laughs> Where is the you. record? I might hear you, and I could probably walk over and bring you a copy. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Well, kudos, kudos on the new album. Thank you. And let's you. get on with the goddamn show. Thank you. Is that good? Yes, you yes, thank okay. you very much. I appreciate right. it. Sushi's at mouth. Sushi's at mouth. Sushi's at mouth. Sushi's at mouth. I'm uh, I'm identifying a a rumor I just heard about baseball real quick. Oh, baseball rumor. Yeah, you're not interested in it. Ooh. Well, that would be a good thing. A player has said it would be his dream to sign with the Royals because he's from Kansas City. Oh, snap. They should they should sign him. He's good at baseball. <laughs> he's good at the baseball? Yeah, he's good at baseball. I feel like you're far away. I This whole um, – we're not near each other in any way this episode. No, I don't like it, though. You're too far away. Well, I'm not moving. You'll have to move your entire couch. Fuck. I'm going to get a chair. I'm getting a chair. <laughs> I'm getting a chair. Hang I'm, on, everybody. I'm all situated. I got my mic adjusted. <laughs> to the exact right height and distance from my face. That's important. Yeah. If I have my face move, I'm going to have to readjust the mic. I don't think so. I mean, what is this, amateur hour? Hasn't it always been? Whoa! Why are you so close? (laughs) I like it. It's cozy now. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is everybody feeling cozy? Everyone get... 
get tucked in. In my head, and people listening to this podcast, yeah. like when they're going to bed, oh yeah, they you know they go they brush their teeth because they're not gross, and then they change into their pajamas. It's 1950s style pajamas. Oh yeah. yeah. So um, for the men. It's the matching tops and bottoms. The stripes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. For the ladies, it's a nightgown. I love a good nightgown. And then they go and they tuck themselves into bed. Individual beds. Well, obviously. If they're in one bed, that's hanky-panky. Mm-hmm. That's how you go to hell. And they, they turn on the podcast on their phone after mildly freaking out about the technology that With has allowed them to do this. <laughs> They turn it on, and they let the smooth, docile tones of our voice guide them into sleep. Yeah. And then I yell, and I wake them up. And yeah, you piss people off. They, they are, they're just a wreck the next day because I didn't let them sleep. Not only that, but by doing that, you turn them into like a Mr. Hyde. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they're like having sex and snorting coke. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. You know what kind of pajamas they're wearing then? Zero. No, the same pajamas, but but it's black with flames on it. Instead. Ooh, yeah. that's how you can tell they're bad. <laughs> you know there'd be a market for that. Do, 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 Those rockabilly do, do, do. doofuses. Oh, 100% would, people do that. Would love 50s-style pajamas with flames all over them. I think that's what Guy Fieri wears to bed. <laughs> when he goes to sleep in Flavortown. Wow, you're on fire. <laughs> we should get you a set of those. No, thank you. <laughs> any, anything that will get me any closer to Guy Fieri, I, I don't want in my life. I have an issue with him where I like too many of his shows, but I hate him so, so Personally, much. Yeah. yeah. And so I will watch the show, enjoying the show, but at the same time, every time he talks, grimacing. <laughs> It's a complicated set yeah. of emotions yeah. around Guy Fieri. Man. Yeah, we're we're never going to be simpatico. I, I think it all stems from when he gave your restaurant a bad review. Mm-hmm. I mean, that mm-hmm. really shut you guys down. <laughs> he told me I didn't have enough donkey sauce on things. That's true. <laughs> and the name of your restaurant was Donkey Sauce. It was a misleading yeah. name, to be fair. Yeah. Um, I liked all the meats very dry. No sauce. No sauce at all. Definitely no donkey sauce. <laughs> As a side note, is it true that silk pajamas are bad for your testicles in some way? I I think it depends on how tight they are. Okay. And whether you're being punched in the testicles <laughs> while wearing them. I don't so, know I don't know why it would be. I don't either, but I have this memory of like I guess silk boxers were a thing at some point and and someone that told me slippery. that they were that they were bad for your for your boys, but I don't I have no idea. I have no idea hmm. if that's really true. We need a testicle doctor on the podcast to explain the pros and cons to silk boxers. A number of issues, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. That could be cleared up. Yeah. Hey, uh, welcome to Sushi Jackknife. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. Vilkomen. Uh, however they say welcome in Japanese. Ola. Uh, the only Japanese word I know is konnichiwa, so... That's probably pretty close to well. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Um, I, I take it back. I also know uh, Domo Arigato, Mr. Mr. Roboto. Roboto. <laughs> I have a ramen obsession right now. 
That's not good. You brought up Japanese. Not crappy ramen, but like real-ish ramen. It's still not good for you. It's not? Nah. Oh. Well, I mean, salt, man. That's true. It is salty. Yeah. It's salty. That's why you like it. Yeah. You you have a problem with salt. Mm. I mean, it's fine, but you have a problem with salt. <laughs> not the way. I told my wife the same thing today when she salted her soup when we went out to eat. Oh, that's a bit extreme. Soup never needs salted. Typically. They they make sure that is salted before it comes out. Mm. Usually too much. Usually. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. I made some ramen at home that's pretty good. What sure. was it chicken flavored? It was. Beef flavored? No chicken. Chicken. Yeah. The from the packet? No, 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 no. No. Did you use noodles uh, like d- in the packet? No, I had my I bought separate noodles, separate broth. Mm-hmm. Combined them and added fresh um, accoutrements. Why didn't you just use the packet and add the fresh accoutrements? <laughs> I guess I could have done that, but this this was better. This is way better. Well, how do you know? You haven't tried it the other way. Oh, absolutely, I have. Oh, okay. So for many, I don't know if I've shared this with you before. For many years, I didn't know that ramen was a soup because when my mom made it, she would strain it and we'd eat it like spaghetti noodles. Mm-hmm. Did that happen to you too? No, I did that. Oh, you did that? Yeah. I didn't know for a long time. And the few times I had it in college, I would do that and go, I don't really care for this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which it turns out, that might be part of the reason. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That and the salt. It is a soup. Um, I also had a girlfriend, sticking with this theme for just a moment, had a girlfriend in high school who taught me the dubious art of crunching it up dry in the packet yeah those people are disgusting putting the stuff on it and eating it like chips Mm -hmm. those i had a roommate in college that did that really and he so i don't think i've i've gone into this roommate this is freshman year okay um i should have known that he would make a lot of question questionable decisions when it was like the the first week we were there he decided to drink a bunch of Robitussin. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Which Recreationally? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which um, it turns out I'm not the person to do that with. Like I was in the room while he did it, and then he was, you know, tripping on Robitussin going, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs> and I um, oh, no. didn't really have a lot of sympathy. <laughs> so I was I was sitting there going, you drank Robitussin. You're not going to die. Be quiet. I can so picture this <laughs> happening. Just, I'm trying to watch a movie. Just You're be quiet. You're the least sympathetic person. For... I don't, don't, don't make bad decisions and then tell me how bad they were. I don't. Anyway. Oh, but um, the entire time we were there, that was like his nightly ritual. Good Lord. Was really? Dr- was, he wouldn't even crunch them up. He would take out, you know how it comes in like the two discs? Uh-huh. He'd take out one and sprinkle the seasoning on it okay. and then just eat it. Like a wafer? Yeah. Okay. Which would leave sprinkles of yeah. chicken or beef flavoring because that's all he bought and tiny noodle fragments everywhere. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah. That's so nasty. Um, I'm assuming it's because his brain was scrambled by the Robitussin. It must be. I mean... Uh, <laughs> God, what a what an unfun way to get high. Robitussin does not taste good. Yeah. 
Well, and apparently it was not pleasant. Not a good high. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go ahead and assume he wasn't enjoying it. Because <laughs> he wasn't saying, like, I'm going to die. <laughs> it, it was um, more panicky than that. No, he wasn't. It just as a it's curious. Robitussin. You're not. Uh, yeah, as a curiosity, would you have responded any different if he had been overjoyously high like that, saying he was going to die? No, I probably still would have said, <laughs> "No, you're not." <laughs> Shut up! I'm I probably would have changed it to, "No, you're not. You're laughing, and it was Robitussin." <laughs> no one has ever died while laughing. That's ridiculous. Mm. I have no proof of that. Yeah, you don't. I haven't done you the research. You really don't have any proof of but that. But I'm going to go ahead and bet a majority of people who have died were not laughing when they died. If you just if someone shot you while you were laughing unsuspectedly, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm sure it's happened. Like in the head. Mm-hmm. Comedy comedy clubs used to be a, a much rougher environment. I hear the laugh and die. Mm-hmm. That's the name of our comedy club. Sounds sounds like a real riot. And cheery. <laughs> <laughs> what did you you wanted to rant? Well, it's funny that we got to comedy clubs. Okay, because oh, all right, it relates to this briefly. I'm interested. Um. All right, so I don't know how much of the news you've watched in the last few weeks. A fair amount. I okay. Guess. Um, there's a, a new thing happening in the world, a good thing, mm-hmm. where all of the men of power mm-hmm. <laughs> who have done things to women are now being called out yes. for the things they've done. To that women. I have noticed. Okay. So – I mean, we can we can go back to Bill Cosby. We'll start with Bill Cosby. Let's Bill go Cosby, back. It happened. Which Bill Cosby was a bummer, big time. Bummer. I Bill Cosby's stand up, his show, loved it. All of it, very good. More of a bummer for the people that he abused, but yes. Well, yes, but bummer. I mean, just just in general, that he is a terrible human yeah, being yeah. is a bummer to the world. Yeah, it was not a nice revelation. Right. It's more of a it's it's more than a bummer. For his victims, <laughs> yes, they're in a whole different level. For us, it's just like we're in the bummer realm. Yeah, no like, one. Oh, that's a bummer, man. No one gets raped while drugged and was like, oh, that that was a bummer. They wake up from their Aww. their night with Bill Cosby and go, I'm bummed out by, by what, what happened. happened. <laughs> yeah, that's not the reaction. That's not anyone what happens. Um, oh and then, I mean, obviously, there's the whole flurry of Republican conservative politicians and pundits we can just ignore all of them snowstorm because it's just every one of them oh yeah um then harvey weinstein harvey weinstein uh kevin spacey kevin spacey yes which kevin spacey uh tried to cover it up with the the interesting tactic of coming out of the closet right like i molested someone also, while we're on the subject, I'm gay. I'm gay. Think about that for a minute. And everyone went, "We already knew that. Why are you a pervert?" Yeah. I so that didn't work. Thought he was. I always thought he was out as well. No, he never was out. Never he's out. one of those. He's one of those people who just didn't discuss his personal life. Yeah. But every everyone knew. Yeah. Sure. It it's like on the same level as like when Clay Aiken came out as gay. Yeah. And everyone went, yeah. <laughs> no, 
We Wait, know. For just a moment, my brain, Clay Aiken, turned into Troy Aikman, and I was <laughs> I was like shocked. I was like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> well, there. That's a rumor. I thought so. It's a bad rumor. Yeah. Skip Bayless came up with it. He's a bum. Anyway, okay. you don't out people if they weren't really. No, you don't. You don't out people. Period. Don't and out then people? if it's yeah. wrong, you're doubly terrible. Anyway. Correct. Um, All correct. So the new one today. I don't know if you heard the new one today. No. Is no. Louis C.K. No. Exactly. No. We're back God to bummer damn it. realm. No. A woman. Um, women? The New York Times has an article they published earlier today. Five women detailing um, encounters where he masturbated in front of them. No. Because that's – he want, I don't, why, I don't know why anyone would do that. But that's a, that's a whole nother – I don't either. I'd much – well, anyway. Yeah, um, circumstance. Now, no. the five women – I think it was at least one of them. He did ask, and she said, okay, but like in a, I feel like I'm not going to have a career if I don't say okay to this way. Oh, you know? shit. The others, it was just like, hey, we're in a room. Ch- check out what I'm doing now. Shit, okay. shit, shit. So that that sucks. Obviously, that's not great. No. What what um what I wanted to talk about though is a New Yorker article that came out like an hour after that, which kudos to the New Yorker. <laughs> Pretty fast, New Yorker. Um, for having this turnaround. Discussing whether this negates artistic merit. Right. Okay. Right. So at this point Oh, and real quick, I want to throw in um this has nothing to do with artistic merit, but Roy Moore, the mm. Alabama guy, yeah, yeah. Uh, he also like went after sixteen-year-old girls and a fourteen-year-old girl. Jesus Christ! So uh, the that's, guy that they elected, uh, he he got the nomination. Oh right, okay. To run for the Republican God. Party. Yeah. Damn it. Anyway, <laughs> so the question I have for you, okay, is. Where is the line yeah. for just writing off all of the artistic yeah. endeavors a person has done? Uh, it's it's tough. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna tell you my honest opinion though. <clears throat> I don't. I don't think. Now, uh, someone like Weinstein. What's his artistic contribution been? He's greenlit a bunch of great movies. Yeah. That was his contribution. But by by association now, mm-hmm. people are writing off all of these movies that no. have won Best Actress Oscars right. over and over and over and See, over. See, that's over. not fair. That's not fair to okay. all the other people involved in those movies. Right. It's, it's not. Um, like, I mean, like Ben Affleck yeah. has come out and said every – Every dollar he makes from his Weinstein movies will be donated. Kevin Smith has said the same thing. Well, that's nice. Right. That's nice of them. But part of that, like it's nice of them, but part of it is they feel pressured to do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. So I mean, they both have images to hold up. Right. right. So there is a threat to their artistic contributions because yeah. it's tied to Harvey and masturbating into a plant, Weinstein. <laughs> Poor his nickname. Are we 
Has anyone come out for the plant? Let's be a voice for the plant. There's got to be one person who has tried to play Lorax on this whole thing. I speak for the dreams. But the plant, too, guys. I mean, look, you want to talk about defenseless. It can't even move. Um, So anyway, um, so he his his artistic Fucking, I'm sorry. Fucking Danny DeVito pops out of the plant. It's like, what gives? <laughs> yeah, Danny DeVito probably would just hang out in plants at those Hollywood parties. Yeah, it seems right. He's pretty good at hiding out in couches too. All right, so Louis C.K. Yeah, he had a movie that was supposed to premiere tonight. Okay, they've had to cancel the premiere, and now they're maybe shelving the movie. Oh, jeez. Okay, look, I. In short. I guess the line for me personally as I'm sitting here thinking about it is like fucking with kids. That's the line. Well, see, I would agree with you, but society doesn't. Right. Because Michael Jackson, we just went through Halloween. Thriller played everywhere. Everywhere. The thing about Michael Jackson, I mean, it gives me a creepy feeling every time I listen to his music, but God damn it, his music is great. Yeah. Um, Well, and I mean... and, And... you could say the same thing, though, about Bill Cosby's work. You can. About Louis C.K.'s work. Right. If you're – to, to bring in the conservative audience yeah. about Bill O'Reilly's work, <laughs> you could say that those books he wrote were very meaningful. I'm sure that my father-in-law um, <laughs> would definitely agree. He he bought <laughs> he bought um, my my niece's – a oh, Bill no. O'Reilly like history children's book. Oh Jesus! Last Christmas, That's a thing. And then you know, then the, he got fired because he's like wanting to rub falafel on people's boobs and stuff. Right, right. Which is not a thing you do. No. Here's for everybody else, and and we can talk about the we can talk about the fucking with kids thing a little bit too. Yeah. But I. The acts absolutely are deplorable. The yeah. abuse of power is deplorable. All of that stands. But I don't think it negates their creative work. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's like, you know, it's not okay, but they're two separate things. Yes, same person. I understand that. But it's it's like, it's is it a straw man? Is that the argument I'm thinking of? Okay. It's maybe not. <laughs> straw man's probably not right, but it's sort of like, I'm trying to put my, put my finger on it, Nathan, but basically I think those are separate things. You know, mm-hmm. the, yes, the same person did both, but like, I don't know. I feel like if you looked hard enough, you wouldn't find fucking hardly anybody. Well, I, you I know was, what I mean? So I was thinking about, People who, but specifically about Louis C.K. Yeah, that's now the one, that obviously one it's very bad what he did, but at the same time, yeah, it's not in my opinion Cosby level bad. No, he didn't drug people. No, it's bad. It's, it's very bad. bad. Yeah, but I started thinking like, let's specifically let let's think Andy Warhol. Yeah, if you had a story. In the 60s, 70s, about Andy Warhol just whipping it out yeah. in front of a crowd of people. Right. People would just, at this point, yeah. go, hey, that was Warhol. 
Uh, guy was crazy. Yeah, well, given time. Yeah. Uh, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. And, okay. I mean, it was a different time, I'm aware. Woody but, Allen. Yeah. Woody Allen, what, married the, a girl who was his stepdaughter at one point or something like that? Not official stepdaughter. Not official stepdaughter, but... But because, you know, because he didn't marry right. the mom. right. He was dating them. Not mom. better. <laughs> no, it's creepy and weird. It's creepy and weird. All very bad. And but there are multiple are... allegations against him for uh, molesting children that have not been proven. Jesus Christ, really? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Check out Ronan Farrow's work. Okay. Mia Farrow's Mia, okay. Uh, son. But you don't, like little kids? Like kids' kids? Like, like 10, 11. Fuck. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so uh, he he's on the other side of the line potentially. Well, I mean, again, n- not proven, right? Not but, proven. Let's not and and and, and it's also I I, I want to side with the victims here, obviously, not well, side yeah. with the accused. But it is easy to say someone did X mm-hmm. when they're a when they're a big person. I think that's where we get in the weeds with this shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Again, I want to side with the the victims, not with the people. But it's hard when someone's whose work you love, you want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. No one wants to believe that about Bill Cosby. No. No one wants to believe that about Louis C.K. Um, or Woody Allen, for that matter. I mean, and how do you take a body of work like that and just toss it away? Right. You don't, you know. Um, another one is Roman Polanski. Yeah. Who also made some amazing we, movies. And you know? somehow is still okay. He's in another country. He's European. I, That's I, how he gets by with <laughs> See, the thing I'm confused about here. So everyone today is ready to uh, string up Louis C.K. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's done. His career is over, Fuck. according to everyone. They're probably right. Right. But at the same time, Roman Polanski, Woody Allen, they both had comebacks. Yeah. And they're all over. Woody Allen gets nominated every time he puts out a movie now yep. for Best Picture. Uh, Roman Polanski, whatever he does. He does stuff. He he exists still. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> I uh, it's just very it's a very strange gray area. It's troubling. It's troubling. I mean, even even Michael Jackson, if all that shit is true, yeah, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. He probably the thing about people who and I'm not God knows I'm not condoning. Most people who abuse are abused, have been abused. It's a cycle. That comes right. from that comes from knowing people who work in that field and that's what they tell me. Right. You know what I mean? That's the informed thing. It doesn't again, doesn't change anything. It doesn't change the heredity, heredity. It doesn't change how horrible the behavior is. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't forgive it, excuse it, condone it, anything. But you you understand at some level how these things happen and how right. they perpetuate, right? But you can't you know, you, it's 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 both and it's hard and it's like a shitty position to be in but you can't throw away all the great music of somebody like michael jackson you can't throw it away and you also can't ignore what he probably did right you know what i mean well let's go even further back here. okay uh like jerry lee lewis mm-hmm. what how old 14 his cousin that he married oh right oh jerry lee lewis i'm sorry i was somewhere else Not, yes n- yeah, but that was a different time. Well, I know it was yeah. a different time. Yeah, but it was scandalous at the time. Well, it was scandalous. Still. That's true. It was scandalous at the time. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, it should. Uh, if it's someone, still scandalous. If if someone came out today <laughs> and married their fourteen year old, hey cousin, I got a fourteen year old cousin. 
totally marrying that person. <laughs> yeah. I don't think the reaction on Twitter would be positive. Neither do I. Everyone has 280 characters now, and they would use all of them. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, again, um, not cool, <laughs> but you can't throw away uh, the work. And I mean, artists, um, yeah, a lot of times they inflict... A lot of times, a lot of times, artists have issues. Yeah. It's just a thing. I mean, people have issues, for God's sakes. Yeah. Not just artists. Fucking everybody. Artists are people, so they have issues. Um, uh, sometimes those are mostly taken out on themselves in the case of drugs and things like that. But mm-hmm. but that also takes a toll on the people around you. Yeah. In these people's cases, they do terrible, weird things yeah. to others, you know. Very, um, very weird. It's very it's, weird. It's weird. Yeah. I, I I don't understand why they like rash of like masturbating in front of people too. Like, like you know what I mean? Like why is that the chosen activity? I don't get it. Um <laughs> it's a solo activity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. It's not it, right. It's not a team sport. It's not a team you sport. You don't need multiple people for it. <laughs> no. No. Um the result is the same either way. Right. Uh <laughs> exactly. But um. Yeah. <laughs> the result is the same. It's. Uh, How do you feel? Is that? Am I? No. I. Am I? Are you? Am I echoing what you're feeling? Yeah. So, I. I'm a Louis C.K. fan. Me too. And by the way, I'm still going to say, regardless of whether he's a disgusting human being or not. Right. I am a fan of the work that he has done. Absolutely. Um. <laughs> I do not have to be a fan of him as a human being. Correct. I also will happily say. I am a fan of Bill Cosby's yep. work. Yeah, me too. In the media, not in the field of <laughs> drugging. <laughs> yes. I'm not a fan of that area nope, of nope, him. Nope. But I don't feel like people are willing to separate that and I, part of, I get it too cuz yeah. part of it is rewarding you know their Someone. lifestyle. Correct. Especially yeah. with Louis CK cuz a lot of his material comes from him talking about the fact that really he, he's a disgusting human being. Yeah, that's a lot of his. That's a lot of his stuff. Yeah, so, he was being honest. Yeah. He was letting us know he's the realest stand-up comedian that has ever existed. Apparently, in, in many ways. Um, yeah, because it wasn't uh, even exaggerated. No, <laughs> a lot of the stuff he was saying. Anyway, I mean, if he, if he starts picking up rats and 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 masturbating the rats, then then yeah, yeah, you remember that bit? Yes, yes. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> I I don't I don't want to throw the stuff away. No, but at the same time, I don't like if I am now watching a Louis C.K. stand up yeah. special, yeah. and he starts talking about masturbating. <laughs> Am I going to be able to watch it and go, "Ah, that's a good, good bit, or am I going to be watching it going, okay, yeah, (laughs) yeah, we know what you do, right, right. I don't know. It does, it does ruin it a bit Mm -hmm. if you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's yeah, it does ruin it. But but I think with time, you know, I mean, again, just like we said, I mean, Cosby Cosby will have a comeback at some point. Well, He'll be dead probably after long after. It's going to be a while. Yeah, but there will be a certain generation where they've forgotten about. I, it's just it. At this point, we're at a point where we're writing off, like people are willing to write off work that has influenced the entire yeah. spectrum of that 
are I mean, without Bill Cosby, there is no stand up the way it is now. There's no Louis C.K. maybe. You know what I mean? Without without Bill Cosby, there's no Richard Pryor. Without yeah. Richard Pryor, there's none. It's, there's no one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and Richard Pryor didn't Richard Pryor like hit women and yeah. things like oh, that. Oh yeah. I mean, he well, shot they, he shot up the car. He lit himself on fire while he was high. Right. <laughs> like he was not a good person. Lots right. of bad things happened in right. his lifetime. But um, he's yeah. he's forgiven. He's revered. He's revered. He's so the greatest know. of all time. I don't know. Um. This is a side note related to this also. If I see one more person on Twitter uh, or in life (laughs) talking about the victims of these things, saying, well, when they don't report it, they're just letting the person get away. Shut up. Shut up. up. You, it's not your thing to report. It's not. It's not. If it happens when, to you, then you fucking I, report I, it. I saw a guy today uh, yelling at a reporter who said that he had heard these allegations years ago from someone saying, you should have reported it. Well, first off, if you go to a police department and say, hey, a friend told me that a comedian masturbated in front of her without her saying she wanted to see that, the police department would say, that's not a crime. Please go away. (laughs) We have actual shit to deal with right now. So, number one, that's stupid. Number two, anyone who has ever known anyone that has said something like this happened to them, maybe not to that extent, but something like that happened to them, knows it is not... Your place to go around and tell everyone what happened. <laughs> no, it is not. And and furthermore, like people always wonder why, when one person says something, mm-hmm. it, when one woman typically says something, yeah. why other women come forward? Well, that's because it's fucking hard yeah. to say something. You know what well, I mean? Well, especially in those situations, right? They have they have a lot of power. They have a lot of power. Yeah. Uh, one the, of the, the, the the abuser has a lot of power. Yes, yes. not the not the abused. Mm, right. Uh, in the article, one of the one of the women was uh, was talking about how. Well, I I guess it was two women. Uh, we're talking about how they witnessed this and then went and tried to tell people, and everyone got away from them because Louis C.K. and his manager are very big deals. Right. And no one, no one wants to jeopardize, quote unquote, their if, shot. If you are trying to be a comedian, right. the last thing you would want to do is be blackballed in comedy. Right. That does not help you. <laughs> no, it does not. Um, uh. So, if you if you want to be the social justice warrior, because it's always the social justice warriors that are doing yeah. this, mm-hmm. saying we got we got to get them. Don't. Don't do that. (laughs) Be be compassionate. Think about them, not think about the end result for a minute. And you know what? You're not contributing a goddamn thing Mm -mm. because the the look the legal system is going to have its go at this point. Yeah, you know, um, at most, all you really need to do is say if anyone else out there has been blah blah blah, then you should come forward. Well, it's not. It's not just a crime that has happened. Right. It's a crime that has happened that is causing mental distress. Right. Yet they're not going to like any victim 
isn't going to get done with it happening and be like, okay, well, I got to go talk to a cop right now. Right. They have to process. <laughs> Absolutely, they do. Absolutely. That, that is how humans work. Right. And furthermore, it's not like their life stopped oh. after that. You know, they had they had a whole it, it's mess of other things going on, just like you do, listener. Yeah. Listen, not, not our listeners. No. Excuse me. I, I assume anyone listening to our podcast knows better than to than to be the person I'm describing. Yes, I think so. <laughs> They're tucked in bed right now, <laughs> listening. Alone. It, yeah. They know. Masturbating in front of no one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you masturbate and listen to the show, it's or, fine. We don't want to know about it. in front of a person, it's fine. but the person says, yes, please do that in my vicinity. <laughs> if they say that first, it's acceptable. It is. No other time. I, I still... I still sort of never mind. Let's not go any deeper into that. Okay. I was just gonna say I wonder why people. Well, oh, no, why, I don't understand why it. that's the activity of choice. But, but we've discussed whatever. that I don't understand kinks. <laughs> you're you're not a kinky guy. I mean, well, we can go back into the foot fetish conversation that we've had a couple times. I just don't get it. Oh, right, right, right. Feet. Yeah, it's I weird. Don't, I don't really get it's it. weird. It's not their feet. They're... Everyone has a thing. And some people's thing is apparently disgusting and uh, predatory. So they should stop that thing. They should stop. Find a different thing. Yeah, fine. Find a healthy outlet. Sublimate into something else. Maybe take up macrame. They they should just start, like, if they want people to see it, just, you know, put up a webcam. Right. (laughs) The world can see it. Then, Then the people who have to watch it are choosing to have to watch <laughs> it. It's true. And going back to my macrame thing, yeah. that's also a thing that people do alone when they're sad in front of plants. <laughs> Typically. Don't don't force anyone to watch you macrame do you, do, you, do you like this fern? <laughs> do you like the way I've arranged these beads? Anyway, so that I, I've been I've been storing up this rant okay. about people for a while and uh don't be don't be dillweeds. No, I think that's a productive conversation because yeah. I, I'm with you. I mean, people tend to people tend to bandwagon too. Yeah, and so and it's really easy to bandwagon on a person who's been accused of doing X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. You know, it's also really easy to bandwagon against the victims, which people also do. Yeah, it's all bandwagoning. It's bandwagoning, really. Um, and I know this is probably just crazy talk here. Everyone who's not directly involved. Should probably just shut up and yeah. <laughs> let let the stuff happen. Go live, go live your life. Go live your life. Um, this sort of tangentially ties in. Um, I was going to talk about all the concerts I've been going to lately. Oh yeah, yeah. What? So so you and I on uh, my birthday. Yeah. Uh, was that a couple weeks ago now? We went to see um, WPC. <laughs> William Patrick Corgan or Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins. No, he doesn't like that. Don't do that. I'm gonna call him Billy. I don't give a fuck. The lizard people. <laughs> <laughs> the lizard people call him Billy. He's afraid of that. Um, He's what? afraid it'll cause another 9/11. Right. We went to the show. A because we have a we had a hookup and it was free for us. B because. My first favorite band was Smashing Pumpkins. And I also know they exist. Yeah, you tagged along because you're being a good friend because it was my birthday. 
I, what was your impression of that show? Now, this is him playing alone. Mm-hmm. He played mm-hmm. one set of all new material. He has yeah. a new record out, uh, which I really quite enjoyed. Actually, I'm going to buy the record. Um, and he played a set of Smashing Pumpkins stuff. Um, I'm a fan, so it was a little hard for me to, you know, get a critical eye. Okay, but what what was your takeaway from from that show? I mean, it was good. You liked it. It was fine. Okay. He played good. piano, he played guitar. I it's he is a better instrumentalist than I thought. Yes. You were um, impressed by his guitar playing. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I always assumed that he couldn't really. Yeah. <laughs> I assume every <laughs> every singer in any like nineties band that mm-hmm. was popular, nineties alt band, couldn't really play guitar. Mm-hmm. That's why they always had another guitar player. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just assume that's the case. But he could play guitar. Yeah. And he could plunk some keys on a keyboard. <laughs> like, it was good. It was fine. Yeah. It was adequate keyboard playing. It was, oh, yes. It was adequate keyboard It was playing, yeah. slightly better than I could do with practice. <laughs> so that's good. Um, I mean, he's a very large man. Yeah. And he was dressed as, I think you described him as bellhop. He, he was, it's either a bellhop mm-hmm. or a doorman. Both bellhop and doorman are in the sixties or seventies. I had a little bit of Civil War vibe. That I think that was the hat. That was the hat. He had he had a Civil War hat. Yeah, the a long um, coat. The long coat with braided yeah. designs on yeah. the sleeve and brass buttons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's how people dress. <laughs> <laughs> he was very large, yeah. and he stooped over just as I hoped he would. You know, um, you know what he. I thought of this after what he kind of looked like the way he walked around the stage. Have you seen Despicable Me? Yes. Yes. He kind of looked like uh, Groot. Is so it Groot? It's Groot. No, that, no. No, no. What's his name? That's Guardians of the Galaxy. It, Gru. It's some Gru. That's it. Yeah. Gru. Kind of looked like him. He did look like, like Gru. Hunched shoulders, bald. Yeah. Just kind of lumbers around everywhere. He, he has a Frankenstein kind of yeah. vibe going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was in, I thought it was an amazing show, um, and uh, it was just great to see him in kind of a smaller venue and everything as well. So I we went to that show, yeah. Um, which and and on the way back from that show, we we actually recorded a little thing on my phone, which I'm going to put in the post credits of this. So stick around, kids. As per usual on our show, there might be something after the end music. You're going to have to stay up two oh, minutes shit. later. Oh shit. Oh shit! Because Don't masturbate yet. <laughs> the show's not over. Um, <laughs> um, so we we go to that show this week Tuesday night. I go to a show with our friend Brandon, who was at the live well both live shows, mm-hmm. and who we had the vote of whether he was photogenic or not. You may remember he was if you've been listening. Yes, by one vote. I I still. <laughs> I think it's funny that the picture that we chose for is he photogenic is like the most photogenic picture. It's a he's nice ever picture had. of him, yeah. <laughs> it's anyway. very, he he looks sort of like Jesus Surfer kind mm-hmm. of in mm-hmm. that picture, yeah. So I went to a show with him that I agreed to go to months ago and completely forgot about. What what was this show? Uh, Japan Droids. Uh, you know Japan Droids? No. You would probably like Japan Droids. Would um, I? Maybe not. <laughs> Uh, and the I'm, opener... I'm going to tell you, <laughs> just based on the name, I'm already judging them. Well, they don't sound anything like the name, actually. Anyway, 
Um, uh, and the opener was a band called Cloud Nothings, which I've seen all around town, but I've never actually seen them before. Um, I didn't know much, if any, of the music of either of those bands. I don't think I'd ever heard Cloud Nothings before, ever. Okay. And Japan Droids, I had listened to one record maybe once through or something like that. They had a record called Celebration Rock that came out a few years ago. It got really good reviews. People like it. Um, I don't know if I'm getting older mm-hmm. or... No, you are. Well, I know I am, but... That's how time works. It, right. <laughs> the alternative, you wouldn't like it. Unless you're Kurt Vonnegut. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it called? The time quake? Uh, time quake. Time quake. Um, well, you would still be getting older in a time quake. Uh, there were just, for a minute you would get way younger, like a decade younger, and then oh, you'd have to relive okay. that. But then eventually I snap back and I'm... Well, then you then you get back to My timeline? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Because not worry a, a time quake is temporary. Yeah, well, I mean, it's 10 years. You just oh, relive 10 years. Oh, I see. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Um, so, it was so fucking loud. Mm-hmm. It was so loud. Yeah. We were at Mercy Lounge, um, okay. which, you know, is not a huge venue, smallish venue. Uh, you could get 100 people in there, no problem. Yeah. Um, it was so loud. Um, and I, I guess I haven't been to a proper, like, rock show in a long time because I forgot how people are at rock shows where there's, like, the one guy who, for some reason, has no sense of self and mm-hmm. decides to, like, bang his head out all night to whatever's happening and like by the end, he he. And this guy was sort of a shorter guy, lots of hair, big beard. Mm-hmm. And by the end, his shirt was off. You know, and right? It wasn't like he was Brad Pitt under there. It, they never are. <laughs> they never are. Um, the the pants are usually too small. Yes, and the belly is too big, and it it just kind of they overlap. <laughs> yeah, a very nice older man who looked very hip. Offered me a tissue because it was so loud. I was I forgot my earplugs. I was holding my I was holding my fingers over my ears all night. Were you hanging out with the dads that brought their kids to no, the show? No, there were no kids. He was not with a kid. He was just like an older, cool guy. Okay, yeah. I'm just picturing like the the sensible like 45 year old who brought his teenager mm-hmm. to the show, just at the back going, "Oh, you need a tissue." I got them in my ear too. <laughs> oh man, they didn't. They didn't used to play music this loud. These oh, kids. Geez. No, we were right up front as well. So, uh, no. So since I'm an audio engineer and I forgot my earplugs, mm-hmm. and there were a lot of people there using earplugs, I was happy to see that actually. Yeah. Um, I just had my fingers in my ears all night, you know, which was uncomfortable, <laughs> but it worked. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we had that guy. We had. Uh, the girl who got squished against the stage Always. from that guy who was like, come the fuck on, like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we had a lot going on. A lot of the Japan droid stuff um, has this, like, oh, thing going on, you know, uh, like what, a background vocal. What kind of thing? Kind of like, they're sort of like, da 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 you know, and everyone I don't, what, what was it? You've never heard this before? I, I have no idea what you're oh, even fuck, referring to. Fuck you. You know what I mean. No, I mean... The it, big sing-along background vocal. It's like... Oh! You're just trying to get me to do this over yeah. and over again, uh-huh. are you? Okay. Um, so, it had a lot, a lot of, like, sing-along yeah. quality like to vocals. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
Um, yeah, it had big gang vocals on it. So people were really, really into that. Really super into that. Always. Always. And, um, yeah, I mean, they were good. They were so Canadian. It was cute. They um, were just, they thanked everyone. They're Canadian? Multiple, yeah, Van Vancouver, I think. Yeah, That's Vancouver. a very misleading band name they've chosen. Right, right. Right. Is that cultural appropriation? I don't know. Who That's am I a, to decide? Let's ask the internet. Let's start <laughs> let's start a war against that band. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, it was it was it was quite an experience, I have to say. Yeah. I have to say. I'm um we're going to a concert my wife Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. And I'm uh it's a third man records. Oh, which I know is the blue not room? A, yeah. Which I know is not a large venue. It's not. So I am anticipating it being very loud. It's, well, most of the Blue Room stuff I think is like uh, quieter, at least when I've been there. It could be. What, who is it? Uh, AJJ. Don't know AJJ. For, formerly Andrew Jackson Jihad. Andrew, whoa. So it's, uh, whoa. it's acoustic. Yeah. But it's loud acoustic. Mm. It has the potential to be loud. We'll say that. Okay. We'll find out. I want to know how it goes. I'm, I, I I started realizing I'm too old for concerts a while back because I kept wanting to just find a place to sit. Yeah. Now, the Blue Room, <laughs> the one thing that's nice about the Blue Room is you can sit down in there. And they oh, call I'm it the, going to. They call it the Blue Room because it's fucking blue. Yeah. Um, the stage is kind of high, mm-hmm. um, and there's lots of taxidermied, taxidermied, taxidermied heads of critters Because around. Jack White is a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you guys know that up yeah. there. He lives here, so we we know him very well. It's uh, he's he's a very strange person. No one I know who has ever encountered Jack White, yeah, has said I met him. He seemed really normal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I was a big White Stripes fan, and yeah. then I, and then he just started to annoy me for some reason. Yeah, you you have an irrational. I do mid White Stripes. You he annoyed you? No, no, no. Yeah. Oh no. You you have expressed have I disdain for late <laughs> White Stripes material. Have I? Oh yeah. Wow. I did really like the early stuff better. Yeah. It was one of those. Yeah. You, I was one of those. Not the first record though. Fuck that first record. Well, the second first, record. The first record, record is not what he wanted. Ah. Uh... The first record, he actually always wanted to go back and re-record it. Oh. Because he didn't get to do an analog. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I can see that. That one, you know, they just had to get their foot in the door. It was the, you know, the normal recording. Whatever. First record, didn't love it. Second record, really loved it. Third record, loved it the most. Okay. Fourth record, it's really good. Fifth record, I don't give a shit anymore. Did, that was kind of my arc with, Icky, with White Icky Stripes. Thump? Was that fifth? No, I think that was maybe sixth, actually. Fifth was, um, I'm thinking about the doorbell and when you're going to ring it. Remember that? Yeah. When you're going to ring it, which I liked fine. Yeah. But yeah, you what know, didn't do it for me as much as the others. See, I have listened to you complain in the past yeah. about when they started incorporating other instruments. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't remember this. Oh, yeah. Wow. Which, was that I remember dick? thinking, you would hate Icky Thump. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I like the song Kiki Thump a lot. Well, that one doesn't incorporate uh, a lot of other instruments. There's like full horn parts on a couple, okay. a couple of songs. Was I being a dick? Well, I I mean, usually. Dick. <laughs> I'm assuming. 
you know, just be yourself, man. My, I'll put it this way. My favorite White Stripes song is Dead Leaves in the Dirty Ground. Okay. Number one, top ten, mm-hmm. all of time. My second favorite is probably Fell in Love with a Girl, because that's a fucking great song. Okay. Yeah. Third? No one cares. No one cares. Don't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so lots of lots of taxidermied animals. Yeah, that's what you. That's what you should. We're expect. going to be listening to a band that uh, is playing in entirety the tenth anniversary because of the tenth anniversary of their album. Playing their album, "People Who Eat People Are the Happiest People oh, in the World." That sounds great. Um, <laughs> love it. It's going to be an interesting. Evening. I love this idea. Yeah. Um, tell me this. Um, well, uh, no, don't tell me this. I'm okay. going to tell you something. Um, when you go to the Blue Room, yeah, there will be there will be young hip people there. Yeah, but there will be a like fair. Me. Well, mm-hmm. I'm young and hip. <laughs> <laughs> there will also be a fair amount of people there, just like you. Yeah, and me, um, and a few people that are older and still imagine that they are hip. Mm-hmm. So that's what you should expect. There will also be a bar, a very small bar, but there's a bar. The uh, people who are older that still think they're hip. Yeah. If you took Jack White's guitars away, <laughs> uh-huh. wouldn't that just be Jack White? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I don't even know if it's that. I mean, I think he'd just be a weirdo. <laughs> he, he'd be that old guy at the concert that you look at and go, I'm right. not. Don't go over there. The, this is coming, by the way, this is coming from me from a guy who once co-wrote a song called Jack White is a Vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a band called Border Patrol for a while, and that was one of our songs. That's probably on the internet somewhere if you look it up. I, I think it's a good song. Okay. Well, the lyrics, well, you're biased. <laughs> oh yeah, the lyrics go something like this: I heard Jack White is a vampire mm-hmm. living right here in Nashville, Tennessee, and then I don't remember anymore. Oh, cool! That <laughs> that's great, right? Those are really those are good lyrics, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. Have I ever played that for you? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I'll have to play Lots of things have happened in life. I can't <laughs> keep them all tr- all straight. I don't know. Oh, and, and every little chance that he gets, you know, he takes a bite out of you or me. Oh. Whoa, Jack White is a vampire. I saw him flying around like a bat last night. Yeah, it's it's. If there was one rock musician who was a vampire. It's definitely. It would be Jack White. I think so. He's very But pale. like a fun vampire. Well, yeah. With a lot of guitars. He'd kind of be like a vegan vampire. <laughs> you know, I saw him at a restaurant one time. Yeah, what what restaurant? Um, and was he doing something weird? No, Because actually, every Jack White story I've heard in town starts with, I saw Jack White at a restaurant slash bar. He did something weird. No, actually, he wasn't <laughs> doing anything weird. He was just talking to a girl. Probably saying something weird, but you couldn't I hear I couldn't him. hear him. <laughs> it was at a, um, uh, what's the fucking name of that place? Acme Feed and Seed, I think. Ugh. Yeah. He would. Well, is it the one that has the bowling alley or am I thinking somewhere No, else? no, Pinewood Social. Pinewood Social, that's where it was. Again, ugh, he would. This No one gives a shit about any of this, by the way. No, probably not. Yeah. I Restaurants like Pinewood Social, for those who don't know, Pinewood Social is a restaurant that has a bowling alley and a bocce ball court and a barista. Every... Anything you could want, they have it. They're so obnoxious. <laughs> I restaurants are meant to restaurant. I don't. <laughs> I don't need my restaurant to provide me different uh, sources of entertainment. 
because the restaurant is the stop before you get to the entertainment. That's true. I agree. I agree. And any place like that is bound to be filled with people who uh, have mustaches and uh, stocking caps in the middle of summer. <laughs> Were Pinewood Social a hotel? Mm-hmm. I'd be down. That would make sense. That would make a lot of sense because you could do all those things yeah. and then get a bed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and have and sleep in it alone and listen to this podcast. Exactly. Don't start masturbating until now. Sushi Jackknife. Sushi Jackknife. This was a fun episode. Yeah, nothing nothing quite as fun as talking about Louis C.K. Yeah. and sexual assault. We'll see you guys soon. Um, <laughs> we will probably take next week off to work on the mystery side project that we have been alluding to for a while now. That's not really Though mystery. if you've been paying attention, I don't think it's all that much of a mystery. So we'll see you in two weeks. Yes. We love you. There might be something I could post in between. Ah, maybe not. Don't get your hopes up, world. Love ya. That was a lot of information that no yeah. one really wanted to hear there at the end there. Oh, jeez. Oh, so much info. Masturbate now! born in the 60s we could solve this problem right now if we wanted to yeah i suppose I i'm do pretty sure he was born in the 60s i'm talking about billy corgan who we just saw and uh grew up in the 70s i mean how else could he make a, a fresh version of wish you were here 1967 okay so he, so he's 50 he's 50 okay so my dad is like three years younger than him he's been active since him. 1985 okay so he has been active for 32 years like the length of my life yeah yeah and he's still at a point where he is very self-conscious about his voice yeah. Do you get over that? <laughs> I don't know that you ever do completely. I mean, obviously, like he just he said that like you know the story which he withheld for most of the show yeah, because someone made a, a, a doofus comment. Someone was like, "Tell it," and he's like, "Nah." <laughs> I don't. He, he he tells the story about you know we're in the this the country music association theater, and he tells the story about how like you know he his family. Somewhat from Kentucky, even though I think he grew up in Chicago. Um, and he has this this tie back to country music. And he, he makes the connection of, like, someone like Bill Monroe singing High and Lonesome Bluegrass is not too dissimilar from his voice. Like, it's weird. And his voice is also weird. And whatever, you know? Now, here's a question. Who's the bigger dick? <laughs> The the person who, when Billy Corgan said, I have a story to tell you, yeah. went, Stories! Ah! 
uh-huh. and almost lost his mind. Or Billy Corgan, who heard that and then went, nah. <laughs> I mean, it's clearly him, but like he, but it was all a game. Yeah. No, he, a- he wanted to tell the story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, he had it prepped. He had he it. He was ready. He had it ready to go. He had thought about it. And uh, even though it seemed like he didn't think about it, he had thought about it, you know? It was off the cuff, but it was on his mind. You know, what did he say? Even though I'm a, I'm an alternative rock person, whatever the fuck that means, I thought that was a pretty good moment. And everyone cheered at that, even though we're all like, yeah, you are, and we like that about you. Um, you know, I also love other music, you know? This yeah. is my roots, too, you know, in a lot of ways. I thought that was pretty powerful, actually. But yeah, he was being a dick in that moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we were all like, uh, uh, oh. Yeah, no, it was like a, a full-on Billy Corgan dick moment. Yeah. Which, I mean, let's be honest, he probably has a lot of those. I'm, well... Like, on a daily basis, he probably has a couple of them. From what I've read. Yeah. <laughs> but th- it was a great show. I mean, I, he... Clear, I mean, he, that's, that's what I was saying to you when we walked out. Like, the guy clearly knows how to put on a show. He's had practice. He's done it a lot. I mean, he said nothing except thank you a couple times. And a story that he was reluctant to tell. Right, until basically <laughs> the end of the show. Yeah. Like, he he withheld talking the whole time. And I think that's a good strategy for anyone out there who's a musician currently. Like, starting with the story is really kind of shit. You know, like, no one cares. Like, is the song good or not? If the song's good, then we care about the story, I think. Right? My, my least favorite is anyone... Who, in between each song, yeah. has to stop it. So this song, I wrote this song on a summer evening, oh. sitting on a porch, and I was just thinking about the world and the place that we're. <laughs> I don't, no one, just no one, play the song. Play the damn song. <laughs> we'll decide whether we care or not. Okay. I think. It may have a meaningful background to you, but I can guarantee you no one cares about right. that meaningful background. Right. I just realized that like being at a concert, being in attendance at a concert, no matter what people say, like how they feel deep down inside, it's a lot like being in traffic. Mm-hmm. Like it's us at our worst. Like oh, yeah. we're we want to be entertained. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whether that means like an hour and a half of like really moody, intense music like we got tonight. Yeah. But, like, it had, it was eking with, like, originality, you yeah. know? Or that that means, like, I want to, like, shake my ass to something awesome. That's that's the concert I like to go to. Right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't see that in a Billy Corgan concert yeah. ever. It's not a, it's a different thing, you know? <laughs> how, how great would it have been if there had been one woman just twerking in the aisle? <laughs> just full-on twerking. <laughs> To acoustic renditions of Pink Floyd songs. Yeah. <laughs> and landslide. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he covered two of the most popular songs of like the album rock era. Mm-hmm. And he did it in his way. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not everybody can do that. That it's is kinda, true. It's kind of like when we played that wedding. I think I think we did some original renditions uh-huh. yeah. of some classic wedding material. We, whether it was good or not, right. we did them. We did them. They were original. <laughs> <laughs> Aw, that was fun. Thanks for coming out to my birthday, man. Yeah.
And that's a little segment for the PI cast. Mm-hmm. You knew what I was doing. Yeah, you're not sneaky. Not that sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, signing off from a rainy night in Nashville.